In a world of digital card apps, one man. There's actually two of them. Two men. And sometimes a guest. Two men and sometimes a guest will guide us on a journey there and back again. No one's traveling. It's a podcast. The Digital Cross-Trading Podcast. And now, the hosts of the DXT Podcast, Aaron Vine and Mark Bernetti. Hello, everybody. It's the DXT Podcast. I'm Aaron, Viney78 on all top saps and uh, quid. <laughs> and I'm procrastinating underscore com on Upper Deck Geek Pack. Well, hey, good morning. Uh, this is Mark. I am Drake Iago uh, on all the top saps. So, uh, Let's see. We have been uh, successfully getting out uh, two episodes a week, uh, so we will continue to do that this week. So we're going to have a little discussion about the apps uh, or the uh, specifically what's going on digital card wise. And then we'll have another uh, bonus footage on um, uh, on the Mandalorian episode. And this one was a very interesting one. And I want to spend quite a bit talking about this one. So let's get through the app stuff. Um Alan, you know, uh, in the in the great watch, um, I would say the 2020 uh, schematics watch or salvage watch, um, I am still unsuccessful in uh, organically uh, pulling enough cards to make any of these melds. Um, any update from you? Have you been able to do that yet? No, definitely not. Um, I have not been able to collect them enough to meld anything yet i'm still stuck on like th- one through three for the majority of them yeah yeah i'm pretty much there i don't have a whole lot of the rare ones i have a few of the rare ones but mostly i have the cannons which are very very common um i believe uh Lilex, one of the guys in our group mentioned that there actually are some of them that still haven't been released yet i did not realize that and i thought that there was a wide um a dispersion of those but i wasn't 100 mm-hmm. percent sure that some still hadn't actually been released yet which makes it even crazier right but um you know there's s foils here i don't think i've seen any s foils yeah global count zero so no s foils so in other words you know at this point um, if you wanted to do, my guess would be that S-Foils would be needed for the X-Wing, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, my guess would be that, that no one could complete the X-Wing, okay? Um, now, I have seen a couple people finish. Uh, now, they finished it through either getting up a component through uh, cross-trading, which is a great idea. If you happen to be – now, there's not a whole lot of people that get these special ones, right, like the sensors or the, the turret. Right. And you see a lot of people trying to get these parts in the in the uh, in the feed. But, uh, you know, not a lot of people are getting these things. So uh, the only way you can get them is if you get someone who just doesn't care about this stuff. Right. Which which we cross traders would be the perfect people. Right. Someone in kick doesn't really care about putting together these things. They don't think they have enough time. They don't think they're going to have enough effort. So, you know, they would be willing to trade this thing. So for, for cross trading purposes, that might be the way to get these cards. You could also just blunt force, you know, try to keep pulling these cargo drops and pulling them, which is my method. Um, so I think one guy got them in. Uh, so Rick Boers got them in a two for one swap shot. Well, not a swap shot, but a two for one shot. 
okay, which is a different than a swap shop. You know, you do know the difference, right, between the, the two for ones and the swap well, shops. Well, I guess the what I know of a two for one is that there's sometimes some people up there like I don't care what you give me, just just uh, two you know two cards for the one card I got and right. Sometimes so. it's two for one, right? Uh, I would say that if you're a noob, right? Sometimes noobs, because we saw this this um, this strategy of building your collection is an old is an old uh, strategy. So way back when in 2015, there were people doing two for ones. Now back then, um, probably early on, it was pretty much just uh, take one of my cards, give me two cards, right? Um, pretty soon after that, people realized that, wow, there's so many junk cards that I can't just ask for two cards because literally my whole collection will be full of junk. So right. they started saying, yeah. so they started saying, you know, needs, right? They said needs, which makes, you know, now if you do needs, if you do needs, then you're going to get junk cards at first, but the junk cards are going to get, at some point, you're not going to have the junk cards anymore, right? It's a long-term kind of commitment. If you want to be a two-for-one shop and say that you just want needs, then what you have to understand is very early on, it's not going to be working out for you in your profit, you know. Um, but eventually, uh, if you continue to play and you continue to keep pulling things that people need, then you're going to eventually get a lot of stuff because people are going to want – people like that ability – of just, hey, listen, I don't need to think about this. I just need to find two things that this guy doesn't have, and I'll get any card that they have in their collection. Now, some of these two-for-ones add a lot of restrictions, and some are very open-ended. I don't have the names of them particularly, but I know there's uh, a couple of well-known ones. And I think if anybody is is listening to this, they probably know the, the well-known ones. I think one's called like Finray Loop or something like that. But it's a two-for-one shop. So one guy was able to get a um, a completed ship through the two-for-one shop. So you, you got to ask yourself, what are the chances that that two-for-one person put that ship together? Or what do you think it's more likely that that two-for-one person put that ship together just because, you know, they went on, they saw that people kept giving them components, they ended up just by happenstance getting components that, um, put together one of the, you know, one of the things, which means they had to have a rare one. Um, or do you think someone in a two-for-one shop, like, because the person needed to give up the need to get something that they needed from this two-for-one, they had to give up a completed ship? What, what do you think is the more likely scenario there? Hey, um, I don't know. I mean, either way, it seems like that completed ship just uh, got through two people's hands without uh, without much uh, issue. Yeah. So, yeah very crazy. Yeah. So so very good. Good. Uh, good on you, uh, Rick, for getting that uh, that one. Um, but I, I just don't know how the hell you did it. That's just crazy. That's crazy that somehow you just ran into this. This, this I mean, this two for one guy just happened to have one of these. Um, so that means someone. I think it's probably you know, it, it's possible they 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 componentized it and and smelled it themselves. But um, and I guess that's possible, right? Which means that at some point, someone who didn't know any better noticed that they wanted something from this person. So maybe a noob, right? Saw something in this two for one shop. Said, hey, I want it. And they just went and listened. They said, okay, I'm just going to grab two things that that they don't have. And they didn't realize that sometime before that they had pulled one of the very rare components and they traded one of the components of them. Now, 
it doesn't make sense that a two for one shop who is generally a type of person that wants to have like volume, right? Um, would then meld. So, so who knows? It's an interesting uh, question, but either way, it just means that, wow, you never thought that you'd be able to find one through there, but you know, Hey, if you keep looking, you're going to find it. So, um, okay. So for schematics, that's, that's what's going on there. What else is going on in the app that you think people need to talk about? I mean, there've been some screw ups, right? There's more yeah. base chases, anything. Yeah. You know I about? mean, I yeah, I mean, I I don't really want to spend too much time on on the screw ups because the screw ups are the screw ups and yeah, they happen you know, every week. Yeah, that didn't really amount to much, I don't think. Um, I mean, we had two sets. Uh, I mean, we had the Impor- Imperial Forces set that came out, um, mm-hmm. which uh, had a lot of different things going on with it. But uh, there was a, a you know a few things in there that were kind of interesting. I mean, you had you had the base cards, which to me weren't that exciting. But then you did have um, a ships and vehicles set. Did you check out the ships and vehicles set for the Imperial Forces? You know, um, I did not. I did not really look into detail on the Imperial Forces set. It looked to me like just off the top of my head when I looked at the initial stuff. It looked like stuff I generally would not be interested in. But now that I'm looking at the, the title, I do see that there are some cards that talk about like Imperial, inter- you know, stuff like that. But to me, it just looked like a, a cartoony, another yet another cartoon content set that I, I'm uh, sick of. I kind of like the ships and vehicles set. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. look that cartoony to me, um, and they're nice and and I don't know, just very crisp looking, um, you know, die cuts and, and um, the bronze. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so there are, there is multiple uh, variants of them, but. Um, you know what? I mean, they're kind of cool looking, so those are nice ones. And then the uh, others, there's, there's two other parts. There's the the might of the empire and hollow sigs. I mean, the hollow sigs are you know are sigs. You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, but uh, I, I really like the um, the look of the uh, of the might of the empire. They're, they're very difficult to get, but uh, and there's way too many of them to really try and go for them i think this is going to be a very 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 low numbered set i think this is going to be very low numbered right now the global count on most of these are like between 60 and 80 okay so you're talking about the might of the empire ones right so so um okay okay and the holo sigs okay yeah so they uh baron baron violin rudor is that who's that guy oh yeah that was the guy that was like learning how to use the tie defender or something. I think that was that guy. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of imperial guys. So, um, oh maybe I called Scaris. Uh, so yeah, but so but let's okay, they are rare, right? Okay, but um, and they're all generally red. So I guess that's kind of cool. <laughs> would it would it be a cool set to have, or is it just gonna be like one of those like okay? I don't know. I kind of like it. I kind of like the set. So some people may not like it. I kind of yeah. like it. No, but I don't think there's really anything. To me, this is a decent set, I would say. Now to look at it. Mm. It's a decent set. So that means it's a set that probably most people would generally want to have, you know, to at least go for. Well, this one a set, but it'll be a decent set. This one, I definitely agree, has way too many cartoons in it. But, uh, you know, 
I mean, you do have Grand Ad- Admiral Thrawn, which is always which is always cool. Yeah, so. we haven't heard much of that guy recently. But, no, uh, not no. We haven't heard yeah, anything haven't about heard him what, whatsoever. <laughs> so, um, okay, well, cool. So that that's a cool set. Now, what about the one on Thanksgiving? Right, there was one that was like a yes. green, green was, uh, kind of thing. I was a little underwhelmed with 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 all the Thanksgiving stuff. Um, you know, we had what one. Was there? there was just one set, and. Uh, you know, it was like the paper set or whatever. Yeah, and it, I mean, it had nothing to do with and it had nothing to do with giving thanks, did it? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's see if the word thanks is on any of them. Which I don't think they would be. The child. Okay. The kids with me. Precious cargo. Yeah. So these are yeah, yeah. This is Tops is in love with like um this these kind of these kind of things where they take these these there's a lot of if anything it to me it feels like Mandalorian has like a lot of like catchphrases right uh-huh. it's a very catchphrasey kind of show and uh, or at least it feels like that when Tops always comes out with like cards that say things like where I go he goes right I mean is that really a catchphrase but it is it's on a card now so I guess it's a catchphrase um. But yeah, I have spoken, and uh, this is the way, right? That's those the first two the memorable ones. But but there have been other ones since then that that are mentioned several times in the uh, in the show. So uh, okay, so that yeah, that was not a great set. I mean, it's a good set if you're just really if you're a type of person that just like likes really cute cutie kind of cards. So um, and they do that, right? That's that's what they do. They're they're very cute little papery cards, like things you'd see up on your. Um, you know, if your child made it in art class, right? This would yeah. not be, you know, this would not be that they just drew it. It'd be that they they made it in, in art class with a lot of glue, and there'd be like little pieces of glue sticking out from under the, the letters being glued onto the paper. I'm sure you have probably a lot of examples of those things in your house. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with your kids. So, um, and then so from a from a base standpoint, right? You still have um. They did release like new versions of this, the lightning thing, right? But uh, so they, you know, they're continuing with these workbench stuff too, right? What's that's the rust, right? So the rust is continuing. They have the force lightning one, right? right. Um, and they may even have other ones, but but you know, I think the last thing we should talk about is these the the, the rust ones, right? So. These events, right? There's a new meld event came out. They said that yesterday, I think it was, right? And yeah. so with these new events, you know, we talked about this before, right? Like how many, um, well, and they also had the Black Friday one. Now, well, the Black Friday one technically was the, was the, was the Force Lightning one, correct? Right, yes. Which they released this before Black Friday, didn't they? Like there was one before, yeah. Yeah, right? Wasn't, isn't this like a couple of weeks ago that just so? So I've already, you know, to me, that already makes my skin crawl, that that kind of organization of how they're doing it, right? Some of them they released in, an, in another way, and now they did it in these little quickly do these melds over this over this time period, and you get these forced lightning ones. So it's a little, um, you know, from an OCD standpoint, it's not good. But from a Rust standpoint, okay, now it's called Rainbow Base Series 3, and it ends in 4 to 6. Now, this is – so if it's Series 3, which means they've done now 
nine cards, okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't see how they're going to be able to do 100 of these guys. So I, I don't have any confidence that they're going to do all of these guys. I think they're going to just stop at some point. They're going to get tired of it. They're going to forget about it. They're going to screw one of them up, and they're going to stop doing them. What do you think? Um, I'm definitely not going to argue with you. <laughs> okay. So if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, then what they'll probably have to do is just accelerate the time frames. Because at first, remember, one of them came out. The very first one was like, you got 30 days to do this. And we're like, I'm like, oh, we can't do 30 something of these. That would be three years. Right. So what they started doing is now they're overlapping them. Like, I think every week they were um, releasing a new set. And now you have multiple of these really hard events to do this melding thing. Right. To do at the same time. So I think if they do that, if they probably do that, and that's probably what they're going to do, is just every week release a new, um, just have a rolling set of these uh, workbench events. And then eventually, if you do that, then in 30 weeks, they'll be done with all of them. So uh, (laughs) that sounds fun, doesn't it? Um, Maybe you'll go for the one that you want. So anything else going on in that? What are your thoughts on that? No, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, you got the, the parallax that are still going on. There's lots of parallax that's lots going of on. You had collect the Mandalorian badges, which, you know, it, it, you know uh, those aren't bad, but, you know, not my favorite. Um, and uh, you have the marathons continuing on. I mean, I don't think there's any reason to talk about the solo Star Wars story open edition cards. Um Hero open edition, so that means that there's gonna be tons of them. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think that there's really much else going on other yeah. than those two new sets that we discussed: the uh, Thanksgiving set and the Imperial Forces set. And um, so, so the threaded comments. Let's let's just finish up on the threaded comments. I have not seen this actually in. Um, so there was an announcement made that. When a new version comes out, there's going to be a new feature added in, which is great that they keep adding these new features. All right. But they need to add that other feature that I talked about last week, right? They need to add the freaking creature on card sheet. That, that's, the, that's the one feature they need to give everybody. But mm-hmm. they're saying now, once you've updated to the newest version, which I think there's been a new version since this, but I don't see it yet. It says you'll be able to participate in the comment thread in news. Simply tap on the reply button on a comment to start a comment thread. So now you have a thread on the um, the main thing. Like so, they they advertise say, hey, this 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 set is available, and you'll have a bunch of comments that people can have on. But for even those comments, it sounds now you can now thread comments on those comments. Right? Yes, I yeah, I see that here. Does that is that working now? Um, it looks like it is. Yeah, and it says yeah, it looks like it's working. I didn't hit. That. I'm not responding to anyone because oh. I don't want. But it's there. Oh, how, how, wait, I don't understand how it works. So let's. So I'm going to the comments in this thread. So here's the first guy, right? It says Luke's pop. He's saying something. You're saying that if I hit a, if I hit the response to him, oh, yeah, okay. There's a little arrow. A little, little arrow. Okay. So I'll have to see how that works. Um, I wonder how that's gonna. I just wonder how that's gonna work. I guess when you're scrolling. I don't know if it's going to end up. Fun. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to end up all the way at the bottom or if it's going to be uh, at the top or, or or what, you know. Yeah, so this is something people just have to figure out and use. 
just they probably are already already i'm just trying to see how there's a way of actually seeing um oh also that means they have a sort on there too that allows you to you know filter out the users you follow or the admins or the oldest or the most likes or the newest so you know they should probably add uh ones that i've commented on to that filter um yeah, maybe, maybe. so if, if anybody has used this um does it work is it is it um does it is it nice is it a good addition does it confuse things um you know in it, it may for some people who are just used to scrolling the, the comment threads you know if it's not easy to see the comments that were made to that comment then you sort of in in some ways you might miss stuff right I mean, does that mean, you know, does that mean you have to now go down into each of the threads of each comment to see what is being said? Um, so, you know, I, I haven't figured it out, but whoever has figured it out, let us know. How does this work? Is it is it a good feature? Uh, was it worth it? Is it worth an update? Um, so, uh, but, you know, hey, it's good that they're adding stuff to it or they're adding stuff to the app. So, and it could be, it could be useful, right? If you have a particular idea that you want to, um that you want to talk about then people could kind of go in there and and you could have a whole string of comments on it so it could work so anything else before we start talking about a very important um very important episode of the mandalorian nope let's okay, get to yeah. it <laughs> let's get to it all right, right so, let's get um, to it yep yep so uh uh respond to us at uh dsc podcast that's aaron yep. and i'm mark b50k on twitter if you got any comments on things you'd like to discuss within the app right now, I think the app is quite just generally just it's just doing its thing. So there's really nothing that's super exciting, especially when compared to brand new content coming out on the, the big screen or the little screen. All right. Well, thanks a lot, everyone. All right. Happy trading. Thank you.